You are listening to the One Life Podcast by Stena Fitness, where we share our tips, journey, and failings to help you maximize your one life. Hello and welcome to your One Life Podcast with Stena Fitness, Episode 4. And this morning we're talking all about bold moves. And we're talking about how they've impacted our growth and what bold moves we may have on the horizon and what bold moves we think we've missed in the past and that we have some regret for. And this podcast isn't about, hey, look at us, look at all the cool moves we've done. Maybe you don't think they're cool. But it's more about how we think it's important for ourselves and for people to take a chance, to take the shot, and just see what happens with that move. If you make the bold move and it doesn't work out, chances are that's okay. You've learned something, you've grown, you've had a great experience, and you're not going to be living with any regret about what if. So that's what we're going to be talking about today. But first, as always, Julie, what are we drinking? Okay, today we are we're recording the podcast during the daytime instead of in the evening, which we said that we would do last week. So check on that box. And we are drinking our double espresso out of our lovely Byron Bay Australia cups that we purchased in Byron Bay on our first trip to Australia. So these cups hold a lot of significance to us and some foreshadowing for what's to come in our podcast today. Okay, let's start us off with our first bold move that we made together. This is well before the time that we got married, we had both just traveled to Europe and we competed for Canada at the World Triathlon Championships. We were doing some traveling and just got back to Victoria and planning out our next year. So at this time, Kevin had gotten into school in London, London, Ontario for teaching college. And right now I was kind of in limbo because I had been applying for my master's in physiotherapy school and sadly did not get accepted for that September. So my world was crashed and broken because I didn't have anything to do and I was going to work as a kinesiologist in London. And Kevin was going to start his professional degree in teaching. So there we are, drove across Canada in our little white Pontiac Sunfire, had so much fun driving across. We could barely see out of any of the windows. It was so full. Because you know me, I need everything. Well, a Pontiac Sunfire was not a big vehicle to start with. So so we get to London and we had not seen our place there. We arrived to London into our little basement suite apartment. So of course I cry as soon as I get there. Thinking this kitchen is half split in a... <laughs> half of the kitchen's in a closet on one side of the room the other half is in the living room on the other side <laughs> and, and just to give you a picture we you know we were west very staunch west coast vancouver island kids at that time so to go from there and then driving in on the 12 lane freeways through ontario uh, and ending up in in london was it was a shock to us yeah. so Literally, the first day that we got there, I got a call from UBC with an acceptance to the physiotherapy program. So I guess that was like first on the waiting list. And so there it was. I had a spot for physiotherapy school, which is what I was working for, for essentially my whole career, my whole undergrad, my whole uh, high school career. 
So what did I say? I boldly refused knowing that I had the confidence and faith that good things were coming ahead for us. So this was a very difficult decision, but I knew that something better was around the corner, that we had packed ourselves up, got ourselves to London, and we were going to stick it through this year together and see where that takes us. So, Yeah, just to put it in context, UBC, which is University of British Columbia, uh, is in Vancouver, Canada. So for those of you that know, don't know, it's the main city on the west coast of Canada. And, you know, when you're on the island, Vancouver has an enormous pull. It's a, it's a famous city in the world. It had the Olympics. So to say no to that school was, was a big deal. But I think, you know, the importance of the story is when you make a decision, and we made that bold move to go to Ontario to try something new, to experience a new part of the world, you need to sometimes have the confidence to stick to it and just you know, see what happens and, and ride it out. And it's not saying if you're in a bad situation, you need to just stick with it. It's just saying that when you go on an adventure, know that you're going to be saying no to some things and that you're going to be leaving some things behind and you need to be okay with that. So, so that year we kind of hung out and Kevin did his teacher's college and I worked in long-term care as a physiotherapy assistant, which I had a ton, I gained a ton of experience and had a ton of like professional growth there. But I also met a lot of people that I keep in contact with. So that was a huge, huge plus for staying in London. So fast forward, a year of school goes by so quick. And fast forward to, where are we, April, May, get a call from UBC. They want me back again, which was awesome. And then I also got a call from Queen's University, which was like huge, huge bucket list. So there we go. So there we were, packed up again. So we were kind of happy to get out of that little place in London. Although we had a very nice lady that lived upstairs. Um, so we packed up our little Pontiac Sunfire and drove four hours east across Ontario to Kingston, Ontario. So this is pretty well, if you're not from Canada, it's kind of close to the Syracuse-New York border there by the Rainbow Bridge. So we got to sneak over there a couple of times, which was fun. But the whole point of this story is that knowing that we pushed ourselves out of our comfort zone and that we have kind of come out of it with this wisdom that you don't always have to think that you're on the clock or racing the clock. As a young professional getting going, take the time to breathe and really experience what you're doing and take the time to kind of navigate and really dig deep and think what you want to do in this life. So that was bold move number one. Bold move number two happened once we'd moved back to the West Coast. So Julie finished up her Master's of Physiotherapy. We moved back to Canberra River, which is a small town about halfway up Vancouver Island, about 30,000, 40,000 people. And we moved in with Julie's parents. And Julie got a job working full-time at a private physiotherapy clinic which at the time we thought was the dream job. And I got a job teaching middle school after being a teacher on call for, for a few months. So we were both you know, successful in good jobs, uh, especially given the size of the city. 
And, you know, I could have saw myself staying there and working up and being on the principal track. And Julie could have saw herself had the opportunity to buy into and eventually take over the clinic she was working at. It was a very well-respected, busy clinic. So we could have been set in Canberra River. And we both loved, loved the town, loved the people, uh, great weather most of the time. You know, so we, we could have been happy staying there, but we just felt this pull. And we felt the pull that we wanted to go see some more of the world. We wanted to go experience something new and different. And we had the thought at the time, rightly or wrongly, that if we didn't make that bold move then, we never would have done it. And so what we decided to do is we essentially sold everything, which wasn't a lot at the time, but it was a lot to us. So we sold what we had, the vests we, we stacked in, in Julie's old bedroom, or paid off all of our student debt, and bought a one-way ticket. I think maybe it was one way in return. Anyways, bought a ticket to Australia uh, to work for a year, and then also to go travel Southeast Asia. Um, and so we're giving up a lot of the time, and people thought we were pretty crazy. We, we'd just been married, just got back from some other travels, quitting two good jobs, um, successful careers after just finishing the, our education in them and taking off for you know, over, over a year. So to close off this segment, um, when you make bold moves, that's where the big payoffs happened. So we experienced a different way of living in Australia. We really took our time and traveled around, especially in Southeast Asia as well. But we learned a, a really big lesson and that was that we learned how to dream and we learned how to dream bigger so we saw what we wanted in life we love living on the beach we saw a lot of underprivileged areas as well so we knew that this world was so much bigger than we ever knew and that all the opportunities were there in front of us so another big lesson from this is that when we got home everything was the same all the opportunities that we left, they were there waiting for us. So physiotherapy job, still there if we wanted it. Teaching job, still there if we wanted it. Our friends and family were still there, except we came back with a whole new outlook on life. And we definitely carry that through to today. Yeah. And I think, you know, just to add on that, the things that almost held us back, friends, family, career, they were still there when we got back. So we got to go experience all these things and everything that was holding us back from almost going to try it, you know, they were still there when we got back. So, you know, take your shot when you have it, people. Go experience life. And not all the time, but I bet more often than not, what you're leaving is still going to be there when you come back to it. Okay, and that brings us to bold move number three. And this is the last one we're going to talk about today before we get into... You know, what bold moves are we thinking going forward or what bold moves we probably missed in the past or we still regrets about not taking. Um, so this move is when we came back from Australia, we went back to Vancouver Island. And like we said, everything was, was still there. So we kind of discontinued on with what we were doing before. But one of the discussions we're having in Australia is, you know, do I want to go to law school? And what would that look like for the family you know, or our future family? You know, in terms of, it was always a goal of ours that Julie would have the option to stay home with the kids if she wanted. We wanted the option to have, you know, to make a higher income. And, 
you know, be able to do some things with, with that to serve our community, you know, and our family. And law school and, and a career in law was one of the ways at the time we thought we, we could pursue this. So coming back from Australia, we had, you know, the roots weren't as deep as they would have been if we moved, you know, stayed there for five years. So we thought, you know, if we're going to make this move again, change cities again and, and have me go to law school, you know, now is the time to do it. And so when we looked at the balance of everything and what we wanted out of life and where we were, we thought, you know what, let's make the move. We're happy in Victoria, but is it going to get us to these goals? These goals that we want for our family, the ability to serve the community, the ability to have Julie stay home with the girls. Well, we know they're girls, but, you know, our future kids. And so we made the decision to move to Calgary and it was you know, a, a great move at the time. The cost of living was significantly lower. Uh, the taxes were significantly lower. Housing prices were significantly lower. So, you know, we moved here. We were able to, to purchase a house that we still live in today. Uh, Julie was able to find a phenomenally well-paying job uh, at, at the hospital here. And I went to law school and, and things, things went, you know, pretty well. But it was a big, big decision for us. We were moving the city we dreamed of living in and the city we dreamed of having a career in uh, for potentially permanently and moving out to the prairies, to a city we'd never lived in before, to a city that has winter. And if you know us, you know our views on on winter. So it was a bold, scary move. Um, But at the time, you know, you need to realize what's going to serve my goals. And if making scary decisions are going to serve your goals, then make those decisions and try it. It doesn't mean you have to stay there forever. It means you're going there to try and serve your goals and serve what your future life is going to look like. So this city has been so good to us. Um, it's such a vibrant city, such a young city, which moving from the island is a very, it's a retirement community. So coming here was just like, wow, so many young families babies everywhere, (laughs) tons of opportunity. So this city has really, really given us a lot of opportunities, Um, lots of opportunities to travel that we wouldn't have had otherwise, like having access to such a great airport with easy trips. So we've been down to Mexico tons of times with our kids, which is amazing. We took Sophia to France when she was 12 months old. We went there for a month and traveled around and Spain And last year, we took our whole family to Italy for a month. That was amazing. So we should do another podcast on that, on how we travel with our kids. Traveling with kids, yeah. And how we do it logistically and how we save and how we do all that. So that should be a whole other podcast. But so this city has offered us a lot in terms of that. We've both been able to really expedite our careers. And we've also gotten into real estate investing here. So... All in all, I feel like we have really learned and just by doing this podcast, I hope that you are kind of gaining some insight through our experiences. But now that we are in sitting here, January 2021, after 10 years of living in Calgary, 10 years in this house, we're brainstorming our next bold move. So next year, uh, 2022, we have been planning for quite a few years that we want to take our family to Australia 
Logistically, this time around is going to be a <laughs> lot more challenging, a lot more roadblocks in terms of me getting my physiotherapy licenses, getting the girls in school, getting visas, getting visas. So we don't know how we're going to navigate it. But rest assured, you will see us there on the beach. We are going to be there. So we don't know how, but we, we, <laughs> we have the why. So you always have your why and then you figure out the how. That's kind of how we roll. So in saying, yeah, we don't know if Calgary is our forever city. Logistically, there are a lot of great things about this city. So I've really lately been channeling my inner Gabrielle Bernstein, if you guys are Gabby fans, to look for signs of where, where we need to go. And all that's to say that, um, as I think out loud here, it's okay to be happy where you are. And then still dream and think of other goals and other places you want to be and other jobs you want to have. You know, and, and this has been a real theme, I think, in last week's podcast and this week's podcast is give yourself a license to dream and dream about what that next bold move, what that next bold move may look like. And then decide, you know, this is something I want to go for. And if it is, set it down, find your why, and then reverse engineer it. Then you can figure out how to get there, Right. We've dreamed big and we dream about taking our family living in Australia and doing the same in in Florence or somewhere in in the Tuscany region. We don't know how we're going to do it, but we have the dream, we have the why, we know it's a bold move we want to make, and we'll figure figure it out. And the same thing goes for you, whether you're thinking about jobs or entering an athletic endeavor, learning how to play the guitar or moving cities, you know, have that why, dream big, and you're going to find a way to figure it out. Because there's nothing worse than not taking that shot, not taking that opportunity, and then living with regret. And then writing this out, we're talking about sometimes that maybe we should have taken bold moves and didn't. And the two that really come to mind for us is after we finished undergrad, we were in such a rush to get into professional programs, whether that be physio, teaching. Uh, And in hindsight, you know, what was the rush? We're going to be doing those for an awfully long time. You know, would it have made more sense to take in some time, done some more traveling, really enjoyed living without those extra stresses and obligations? Um, maybe. I don't know. We won't know that. You know, and taking that time to really pursue our athletic endeavors or some other side projects at the time. You know, we don't know. We don't live with regret about it. But... You know, you don't want to die having all those questions in your mind. Certainly, I think you want to take more shots than than shots that you never ended up trying at all. It's okay to do something and fail. You know, that's how we learn. And I don't think any of us have said, well, I tried that, didn't work out. I really wish I hadn't. I think we're usually like, tried that, didn't work out. I learned something and this is what I'm going to do next time. And I think with that, that probably brings us to fail of the week. Okay, I'll finish us off here with the fail of the week. So this is my first time doing the fail of the week. (laughs) Um, So this week, so third week into January, we definitely were not into our triathlon training mode as we usually are. So we've been struggling with COVID this way and winter. So COVID slash winter equals (laughs) crappy training. Um, Definitely struggling with the pools being closed. With the pools open, I mean, that's an automatic up at five and out the door. So with that close, I mean, thinking of getting up 
in going to a cold, dark basement and running or biking on the trainer has not been the best. But I have been loving, loving doing my nine-week control freak beach body workout, which I feel like kind of neutralized my fail of the week. However, oh, I was full on, fa- <laughs> I was full on fail this week, and I'll I'll admit it. I was just not into training, um, and I I wasn't sleeping that well, and I would wake up late and be like well i missed my time slot to work out therefore the day's over it's impossible to get it in which is ridiculous i mean there's another 23 hours in the day had i been motivated and had a plan i could have been able to get it in and i think last sunday you know i didn't sit down with my day planner and, and plan out my week as well as i usually do and i think that just led to me not getting it in and feeling unmotivated and all over the place. So I took some time yesterday with my day planner, got next week set up, all the workouts in there, all my goals in there. Uh, and I think it's going to be a much better week. I'm going in with the mindset that if I miss my time slot, I'm going to do something because something is better than nothing. And that's how you build successful habits, according to the book I'm reading. Okay, so enough of that. This week, moving on. <laughs> so to wrap up this podcast episode number four is really you don't know what you don't know so you got to take those bold moves make those bold choices and we want to know what bold moves do you need to make in 2021 so please comment tag us love all our stuff please subscribe so we can keep this amazing content coming for you guys and we hope you crush this week bye Thanks for listening, guys. And if you love this episode, and if you have friends who also want to maximize their one life, we would so appreciate if you like, comment, and share this with your friends so we can keep these episodes coming. And be sure to follow us on Instagram at Julie Stanner and at KStan81, or drop us a comment and a DM with your questions. We'd be happy to chat with you guys. As always, contact us at stannerfitness at gmail.com. And don't forget to maximize your one life. Thank you.